Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask is not Be sure to adjust your own mask before helping others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaking motherfuckers out there, Sebastian's Adams. And on today's episode, we're digging into relationships and see what, you know, matches with our preferred and ideal romantic things and all the other stuff. But who do I have with me? Returning to the motherfucking podcast. I miss this bitch, y'all. I miss her. I miss her. Oh, she's shaking some titties. She is shaking some motherfucking titties. And I shut up. You. Shut up. Shut up. You better shut up. I'm ex- I was excited. Let them titties jump. Let them bounce like a motherfucking balloon, bitch. Like, oh my Man, God. If you don't leave my titties alone. <laughs> if you left them alone, I would have. Like, leave them alone. Okay, I but I'm happy to be back. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> hey, since you um, this is your first time back on season two. Do you think you want to introduce yourself again? Know, if not, I'm okay with skipping it because if they don't know who the fuck you are at this point, they need to go back and listen to these damn episodes. <laughs> I was a staple in season one, and was. <laughs> 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 I made the time. <laughs> but I am Shane Adams. I am one of Vernon's long list of best friends. Yes, yes, yes. We try to meet up every other year, if we can, just to hang out and catch up on life. But I am, as I said, Shane Adams. I am a library branch manager. I am currently a couple months out from finishing my master's degree thank god because i literally got hit with the senioritis which i didn't think was a thing in grad school girl man (laughs) (laughs) that first like i have one more semester i graduate this summer this semester grad started i think january 5th first day i was like damn i already hate this shit (laughs) can i just be done (laughs) yes i'm making it i'm making it i am a glorious dog chicken and duck mom oh i ain't have to buy a single motherfucking egg in a while i feel sorry for you guys after paying 15 dollars for 18 count Mm. oh y'all making life decisions between eggs and gas i'm sorry girl don't don't why you had to traumatize me like that (laughs) i haven't bought eggs 
in a while. And I know I need to because I'm like, let me have some quick fixes. But I'm like, mm, I'm okay with the bird flu. Like, let me <laughs> give me a contaminated egg, bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. Man. <laughs> My mom told me how much she paid. I'm like, oof. Girl, it's it's so it's uh, it's annoying. Everything's so pricey for no real reason. Like they don't increase pay. Exactly. Like, oh, Rent going afford- up, gas going up and down. Gas is very temperamental. Look, you- food prices. Hell, my favorite bag of chips, Chester fries. I was so upset when I saw that two point two nine on the bag. I'm like, hold up. Look, we are out here with a minimum wage that is forty. Like, uh, to pr- get some eggs, you have to work. About 45 minutes just to afford that egg carton on a minimum wage salary. And sometimes, probably more than that, three hours of work to get some eggs. It's too much for two little. You might start doing a strange thing for a chicken egg at some point. Girl, I'm shaking some titties for real. Mm -hmm. How are the ducklings doing? They're doing good. One one of my uh, girls is finally producing eggs. I'll start getting more soon once in like another two weeks or so when the other girl reaches maturity so um they're they're i guess they're sex um um hormones or whatever finally kicked in so you could tell the difference yes i was able to start telling the difference uh at a after a couple months Mm -hmm. like their character traits for male and female starting to come in the males are far more colorful Hmm. that's interesting i did not know yeah, uh, we had mostly mallard ducks. We had one that wasn't, mm-hmm. but most of them were mallards. And then you can tell the male and female quite obviously between those two. The females are all brown mm. with, the, with a little color speckled in there, but they're majorly brown. I just said they're mallards, Nathaniel. No. <laughs> oh, Lord, love it. Sorry, sorry, guys. <laughs> My fiance. And I are having argument. Well, not even an argument. We're talking about the different breeds of ducks. And I just said mallards. He's like, we depend on the breed, sir. I love now, you. Now, mallards are. Can y'all hear this? Yes. He's going in and out, but yeah. See, you see this? <laughs> to me, a bird is a bird is a bird. Him, girl. Actually, man, don't get him started on chickens. To me, a chicken is a chicken. He's like, uh, uh, uh. This is a such and such chicken. That's a such and such rooster. And I'm like, they have breeds. Girl, my ass would be like, okay. The only differences in chickens that I know is a Popeyes, a Churches, <laughs> KFC, <laughs> the Chick Fil A. Oh yes, yes for a Chick Fil A. That's the, it's a thing now. <laughs> like, we all, like, I know the difference by who makes it. And the cuts, I was learning a lot. I'm like a blue, a blue hint. Look, lavender. I just have to say this and put it on record for as racist as uh, Cracker Barrel was in their past. Their fucking Ooh. chicken is so juicy and delicious. I just, I had some of Man. them today. Y'all can't me if you want. It, a biscuit and chicken meal. Oh, child. Man, that chicken. It was country fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Shit was lit. It was nice and juicy. It was hot. Burnt my tongue, but I'm like, fuck it. It's delicious. I'm like, you know what? And they made their name, at least in the past, they were straight up about it. Like, listen, we don't like the Negroes. <laughs> but listen, 
tell me straight up you don't like me. I'm like, you know what? You may not like black people. I respect the fact that you're blatant about it. Exactly. Just Now, give me my chicken and biscuits. Ain't it? Like, they were just like, they they own up to us. Like, look, we were, we used to hate um, the Blacks, but, you know, now we employ the back, Blacks. We feed the Blacks. We love you all now. But, you know, we had a racist past. But, I respect that so much more. right? That's like Chick-fil-A. They're like, you know, we had our issues with the queer community, even though they still fund a lot of, you know, Yeah. non-queer Yeah, supporting so it's very things. conflicting because I do love me a good waffle fry and some of their sauces be hitting. And they have Well, the best ice cream. That's soft served. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It'd it be hard what was enough. that? So it's like that hickory Uh, smoked. It was like a, it looked like honey mustard, but it was like hickory something. You know what I'm talking about? ooh. Mm. Mm. I do know what you're talking about, girl. That sauce hit. Mm. Just I'm like, their avocado ranch. It's like ever since I've tried theirs, I'm like, that's all I can get in the grocery store. If I see it, I'm just going to like, mm. like I already had a thing of not wanting hidden um, value for such a long time because that should be salty as hell. It's it's man, saltier than most motherfucking souls out here. Oh my god. wait, wait, wait. Is it saltier than Popeye's biscuit? girl, you have to be able to swallow and taste the Popeye's biscuit to tell how salty that shit <laughs> is. <laughs> Who has the time? They just said their biscuit is just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He said this casually while playing GTA <laughs> 5. it's like, I, I wish somebody would walk up to me and be like, oh, I just had a good ass Popeye's chicken biscuit. What you mean? You ate the shit? How? Like, uh, you need Lisa Gallagher. Man, if someone can eat a Popeye's biscuit without needing something to drink afterwards, I don't, I'm scared of them. They not. Mm -mm, that's that's Black Air Force energy. I don't, I'm not fucking No, with no, that. no, no. I'm not sure what's beyond Black Air Force energy, but that's them. <laughs> They walking across Legos with no shoes for oh, a girl. mile. Kind of energy, like, <laughs> hell no, I ain't fighting them. That's like not me at trying all. to go to Waffle House and fight an employee. And I don't know why people keep choosing. They choose violence, and they think that this violence I'm like, is if not y'all going to take come y'all, to if them. y'all want to fight someone who can't fight you back, pick your asses to IHOP or something. Ain't it? Because Like, why do we always choose a goddamn Waffle House at like three in the morning? That's the crew that will beat your ass and then go back to flipping a damn waffle and come back to beat you up. <laughs> mm -hmm, you know, they frustrated already because they got to deal with these drunk ass people all fucking weekend. And then your ass decided to come up in here because you decided to be drunk and angry and think you got hands. No. Man, I'm not glonna when that video that white girl catching that chair so casual, I'm like, uh Girl, uh. mm -mm, mm -mm. she transformed. I, I watched that so many times. I'm like, did she really catch that or she just ricocheted it? Like, was she just like, uh-uh, no, she caught it. She caught the shit. She caught it, moved it to the side to look at the bitch, and then like threw it to the side. I'm like, no, And you want no. you want that? You want to deal with that? I'm Okay. like, y'all fought that? And then kept trying to go her for more. I'm like, No, mm -mm. there's. I'm like, y'all don't leave her alone. She gonna jump across that freaking countertop and beat y'all into the window. You need to, like, see, this is what y'all need to do. If you are one of those people who like to fight, get a resume. Like, let me know what you've been doing with your life. You've been uh, working at this place. You've been working at IHOP most of your life. Okay, I can beat your ass. 
you have oh okay they worked at um uh, waffle house for like six years now they're at this company they're a lawyer and all this other shit okay i see you th see the growth but what you see is that six years at waffle house you think you're going to try that motherfucker no they did time man that's prison time for real like i don't know what the i think that's part of the job description at this point at waffle house can you run hands is that you said yes? Okay, let's let's go to the MM like MMA ring real quick. Let us let's, uh, let's test this. Oh, that's the, that's part of their training. You have to at least last five rounds. If you can't do that, why the fuck you think you're trying to get hired here? What what Man, the fuck? Five rounds and still be able to flip a, flip some hash rounds at that golden consistency. Look, now mm, I want a damn Waffle House um, omelet, but. I, I I told myself after they um, made the to go tax twenty percent here, I was like, I'm good. <clears throat> you know what? You know, man, they be raising the price for everything. Like I just did my taxes. I I'm so happy I didn't taking my little bit of coins. I'm like, I already pay y'all already. Mm -hmm. Y'all take a lot for Social Security and Medicaid. Like, don't get me wrong. I am all willing to help people get through life, girl. Like, <laughs> but damn. I need, I need to, to live my, too. I need to finish my taxes. I'm gonna do that tomorrow while I'm at work because you know, might as well. <laughs> you, know what, you know what, Vernon? What the hell is this point in the video? Huh? What the hell is the point of this video? Like, what are we doing again? Oh shit, yeah, you're right. We're supposed to be going into the damn episode. We done talked about everything. And look, yeah, the audience, let me go ahead and tell y'all the first 15 minutes of the uh episode is what I use for the clips. So and this is within the first 15 minutes, so I'm sorry. Y'all just going to get this clip, and we're talking about Waffle House people fighting. Y'all going to come to the episode like, this is supposed to be about ideal relationships. And I'm sorry. Y'all be okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they made a season two. They, they've been in my videos. They know we can't stay on track. Exactly, exactly. So part of what we did talk about in um, our intake meeting for this episode was like romance books and how that kind of sells a dream. <laughs> wow. How do you feel? You're not wrong. It really depends on the type of genre of romance books. So there's a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I work in the library. So y'all, y'all about to hear some wild ass shit about some of these romance books. There are several different categories. There are inspiration, Amish, urban, and then like the classic fiction novel. Inspiration is literally Christian-based. Mm. Think of a wholesome Hallmark movie. Oh, God. And that's the book. Like the most that they'll ever do is like a quick little kiss. Like a little, They might go like a little mini makeout section, like session, but it's never more than that. At least written, they'll always in, like, infer Rome, like a little sexy moment is happening in the book. I don't want to read that. That doesn't sound like I, for no. You'd be surprised. It, like it's very popular among older women. Oh, of, of all races, there's no because we all know some uh, godly women who like to be like sex is da da da. da. It's like how do you have kids? <gasps> Girl. You know, you know some of them like that. You, you right. Well, some of them, it's my aunts, not not my mother's uh, sisters, but you know, um, those older aunts. Yeah. Then you have Amish fiction, which is literally in a name. It is really based around Amish communities, Amish lifestyle. I see it more as a fetish of the Amish more than anything. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. 
When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss includes kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. Amish communities, Amish lifestyle. I see it more as a fetish of the Amish more than anything because it's like... They don't shave. You say they don't shave? Yeah, you heard that. (laughs) (laughs) What? I quit. Tell Nate. <laughs> I'm done with him. <laughs> I have no idea how true or how false that is, to be honest. I don't know to me how much. It's true to an extent, yes, because they don't do a lot of upkeep and stuff like that. It's just they not. Bathe they bathe. Ah, ever going to a thrift store with one? You said. Oh. Hush over there. Play your game. I'm <laughs> Play your game. I should also providing information. Lord. This is who I married. <laughs> he got he got a lot of I say random information. <laughs> but I would actually be interested in reading an Amish romance book for some reason. But <laughs> you should let me let me I have the app for my library system. Hold on, let me let me impart on you some of the book titles. They are um is it is it like don't tell me a title of, is like romance with no tech technology or some shit like that? That's no 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 no. no. <laughs> it, these oh, it's titles worse. Are, these titles can be quite nice. Oh okay. Here Wait. we go. Oh Lord, I'm scared now. An Amish love and Amish garden or an Amish novellas. Sisters mm. of the Quilt. Oh, I like that. Happily ever Amish and Amish candle. An Amish Bride, an Amish Miracle, Amish Hawaiian Adventures, an Amish Harvest, a Cousin's Promise, an Unexpected Amish Courtship, an Amish Clockmaker, an Wait, Amish did, Christmas Letter. Did that say cousin? Yeah, a Cousin's Promise. Oh, I, 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 it, okay. No judgment. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> I was not trying to judge, okay? <laughs> an Amish quilting bee, an Amish Christmas bakery, Ooh. the proposal at Siesta Key, Amish front porch stories, her brother's keeper. Now, I'm going. I'm just going to say pass. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not touching a, that one. That's a normal title for this particular uh sub. Like category of romance books. Like I would say, some of those really sounded interesting that I do want to like explore. But I would also add that it sounds very keyword. Like yes, it's very simple because a lot of people who do check out these items, at least in, in the area that I work in and the system that I work in, are on the older side. 
So an easy title with a key phrase is very easy for them to look up. Makes sense. And the same thing with a lot of inspirational fiction. It's like very hopeful and like, ah, we're going to have a sweet love story. Then you get to the complete opposite of them aisle, which is called the urban fiction. You know what urban means? Yes, that's that's for Vernon's and the niggas. I love it. Yes. That's my home. That's Zane and and, and mm-hmm. I love it there. Some of them, like there's some wholesome ones. They're like, oh, that's so cute. That's just brilliant. Then you have rub me down, Zaddy. Let's go. I'm like, oh God. I will they're read it. This, like they're all in the same category of urban fiction. Some of them are freaking hilarious in their titles. There's one author, well, it's not even one author, it's several authors in the same series with the pseudonym of Carl Weber. A lot of, this is like that fiction where you get like the dope boy's girlfriend, the, like the mafia, like there's several titles within it. There's also an author that's very popular. She writes on these books. Her name is Treasure Hernandez. Like I, then there's the classic Brenda Jackson. A lot of hers are... I would say they're more wholesome in, in some of them. Like it's mainly it's centered around black love, finding peace and happiness in a more healthy way. Like it's Ooh, yes. it's a generic romance setup. Some of them are a little steamier than others, some are a little bit more uplifting. It really depends on the type of book you're looking for by her. And she's written it. Hmm. I really like that she writes more wholesome stories that is based around like finding somebody, falling in love going through the conflict of it all, coming back together. Or some of them, like, they even broke up. I'm like, that's also a good thing. Mm-hmm. But her portrayal of love is on the healthier side. It's not centered around violence and drugs and, like, all kinds of stupid nonsense. I love it. I love it. Granted, I might want to read one book with the Trap Queen in it. I, 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 I don't know why. I that's, just... <laughs> that's, literally one, that's literally the title of one of the books. I fucks with it. And then you have like the regular run the mill fiction novel. Like there's one, it's I got it because of the title. It's called Love in a Time of Serial Killers. Oh. Like it's based around the girl. She's at like she got she gets a new neighbor and she's like like he's super nice, well spoken, he dresses nice, has a good job, and she's like, This is a serial killer. <laughs> clock that motherfucker i like it oh my so it's like it's just going through her and her entire like what the fuck is wrong with this guy no one's this fucking good mm. and i feel like that's a more accurate portrayal in this day and age because let's be real finding someone that's like super nice and wholesome is like uh-uh no no real history to them no malfeasance that's such a weird word yeah that yeah. you can talk about mm, there's something yeah. off here what's going on mm-hmm. like you, we have a friend like that like she's super nice we call her sister davis uh, well you know you well, know but, like the thing is like we know her so it's like you know her yeah someone who is just mean you're like uh-uh she's too nice True. Mm-hmm. but she got same a- thing with with, our, with some of our other friends like they're just so nice and it's like mm-hmm. our friends can cut up though Oh yeah, like because we know them personally. Someone just meeting them is like murder. Because let's be real, we've done that before. We heard the description of somebody. Uh, uh-uh, uh, we don't trust them. Mm. Like they have a body buried in their backyard right now. 
Nope. As long as that body doesn't ever be me, we okay. Yeah. So like, that's one book I bought, and it was freaking hilarious because the title. I'm like, that's how a lot of us are living nowadays. It's like we meet someone. It's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I gotta Google you, homie. Hold up. Girl, look, when I tell you, most definitely on these damn dating apps, I need to learn mm-hmm. a lot more things. Like, I don't know why people got uncomfortable with Facebook stalking. No. I'm going to need what you're doing all day. Like, uh-uh. I, I'm like, not the, you know, stalk, stalk. I mean, like the mm-hmm. research stage for those mm-hmm. people who are new to the terminology of what Facebook stalking is. I, yeah, you're researching to figure out who this motherfucker is. Like, I need to know some things. Where the hell did this person go to high school? What do they yep. say in their profiles? Is their profile public or private? And what what mm. is the private stuff? Because, you know, can't add there's the motherfucker. Also, oh, there's also another subgenre of, like, romance novels mm-hmm. based around cowboys. Is it gay shit? No. Oh. No, 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 no. If it was, I wouldn't care. But no. I, I, I was thinking Brokeback Mountain. I was like, oh, that's a whole <laughs> fucking genre it. of... <sighs> I need to let no. more people know about this. Not that I'll read it, and you know, it's all fine, but I'm not... I'm... No, it's like, I would tell people, like, hey, if you're ever bored at work, there are three things I tell people to look up just for fun. Like, you know, if you want to learn what nonsense is out there, type in Amish, cowboy, or Texan. Girl, why are you going to do that? Why are you going to do no, that to me? Like Amish books, cowboy books, like romance books, Texan romance books, wild. Girl, you know I'm about to search. Cowboy. And also, like, the newest one that's coming up now is werewolf romance books. And half of those aren't even, like, book books. They're on those, um, those apps that people keep, that I swear lives on YouTube. I got a couple uh, requests for some of those books. I'm like, I'm like, that sounds familiar. I'll Google like, um, that's on an app. That's not a book. Girl, um, these these are very interesting photos of um book. It's always a really buff cowboy, either in just a hat and some blue jeans, <laughs> or they're in a hat, blue jeans, and their flannel shirt is unbuttoned. Their chest is always super shiny with a nice six-pack. A well-defined six-pack. Yeah, facts, facts. You know, I, I, you know, I've seen the ones on the horse, but I only seen one with uh, a, a dog, and that was cute. It was the cowboy and princess, and I was like, oh, that's so cute. And also, um, there's another job, but those are mainly in the mass production paperbacks. You will mainly see these at, like, Dollar General and stuff like that, those really small paperback books. Well, the, the covers that made Fabio famous, mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of books like The Millionaire's Secret Baby, The Billionaire's Ballerina. There's random thing with billionaire or millionaire in it. Girl, there's this one book that I might end up getting. It's a cowboy <laughs> one, too. It's called Rough, Raw, and Ready, and it has two cowboys and a woman on it. Let me find out what y'all doing. <laughs> it's not that it says Rough Rider. What? Oh my god. Ooh. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> I see these books regularly because I have to buy them because you know people read them. It's like and then I'll see the woman that will come in and get them like you nasty. Girl. Oh, this, this my is- favorite is the the women who will send their husbands in to pick those books up. I'm like, mm mm mm. Your wife nasty. Ooh, Are you still looking? Yes, girl. I, it's a series for this girl. Raw, raw. I mean sorry, raw. 
Mm, rough, raw, and ready is number five in the series. This she got tied up, tied down, long, hard ride. Oh, branded as trouble. Ooh, road hard, put up. Wait, oh, road hard, put up wet. Mm, Should have been a cowboy. Cowboy Casanova, all jacked up. Girl, I'm intrigued by you. This is Lorelei James. Mm, she's steamy. I fuss with it. Okay, Cowboys. Texted <laughs> is just as bad. Girl, thank you for reminding me because now I have to go. Texan romance. Don't, girl, now I'm thinking about King of the Hill if it was a romance story. That would be so fucking good. Oh my Didn't God. Didn't they have like the thing? Wasn't it one of the characters that you should live in a romance novel at one point? Oh, you're talking about um um girl who um was dealing with um the Indian guy? Um, yeah. Oh, I know it's John Lakehorn. Yeah, John Lake. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was a that was a good that 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 show was brilliant and I, I, I need to go back and watch it. Um not now but yeah, this is my life. Tempted by a Texan. Man, Texan cowboy have some of the wildest stories. Oh, I'm so done. Why is this the titles? Trap with the trap with the Texan back in the Texans bed. So you tell look, all I'm getting from this is motherfuckers are trying to escape from Texas, but y'all keep bringing them back. It's not safe. It's always what the fuck Texas. It's just I, I just can't. Texas Lonesome, a historical Western romance collection by Alice Duncan. Okay, I yeah, these this this is where it's at. A reunion of rivals. Oh, we're back to cowboys. Okay, that that went full circle. Uh, <laughs> so, this is a great way to bring up the next part of this conversation. That is just how ideal relationships are formed in media. And I know, like, uh, even when it comes to books, books have this certain, Im- well, many of them have mm-hmm. a certain image of what the man is supposed to be like, what the woman is supposed to be like. Most definitely that damsel in distress narrative that we have out there. Um, and media does play a role in how we look at things it has a role in our preferences it has a role in what we see as beautiful and what we see as successful and everything like that so what are some of the things that you've seen in terms of how media influences ideal relationships i think i brought it up several times in the past video being with the one about um with home yeah november like violence as a symbol of love that part like, I'm not sure what it is that makes people think that in order to show that you love someone, you have to be verbally, physically, mentally, emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. Or you have to endure that. There is a lot of that going around. Like, I, like we see, we've seen a lot in several shows growing up, even a lot of music videos. I can't remember which rapper, I think it was Kendrick Lamar, like one of his newest videos. Ooh, excuse me. Showcased it. People were like, how is this romantic? And people are like, that's the point. It's not. Mm-hmm. Like calling someone, like constantly having to have a verbal fight with someone, calling them out their name, being called out your name is not a good way to have a relationship. Mm. And I think a lot of people need to realize that. Like uh, when I think of what's those two young people's name? I I, I probably Blueface and uh Keyshawn. Yes, them. Krishan. Krishan said Keyshawn. Krishan. 
Like I hate that, seeing them in the media. Me too. It's like this is not, and some people are like literally thinking like, well, I've seen oh, this is love. Posts. Like I want this type of love. I want this for myself. Why? Like don't, don't love someone that's gonna bust you in the head on both sides, like for nothing. It's like, for agree- disagreeing with or having someone constantly gaslight you. Mm-hmm. Because like their late like their last interview together, people they're like, oh, she had a meltdown. And I'm like, no, I like I don't care for either one of them, but I actually supported her in that one particular instance because they gaslight mm-hmm. the fuck out of her. Because mm-hmm. like she was asked a question, she was trying to answer, but then he got involved and just kept bringing up something that she's like, listen, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. That's not what we're trying to talk about. But they kept pushing and pushing. And then when the host jumped in over nothing, and it's like, y'all pushed that girl to that point. Mm-hmm. Like, I, neither one of them are innocent in this behavior, in this relationship, because they're both just terrible for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why would you want to stay with someone that busts you in the face, who constantly cheats on you, then gets mad at you when you message another person? It's like, no, either y'all together or you're not. Mm-hmm. And now that she's pregnant, I'm like, oh Lord, bless it be the baby. Oh, facts. Like, I'm like no child needs to be in that type of situation. Mm-hmm. And people need to like really think about those kind of things. Like, your love should not hurt, and the person no. you love should not be hurting you. And if that's the type of love that you're accustomed to, that you are, you've been born into, or you see as normal. Just know that there's other types of love out there, and you don't have to accept that for yourself because that's what you've seen most of your life. There's other yeah. ways. There's soft versions of love. There's wholesome versions of love. There's love that can engulf you in such a way that all you feel is warmness inside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it will be scary the first time you experience that, but you can also recognize that it's okay. You don't have yeah. to push that away. You don't have to fight. You don't have to yell and scream. Like arguments no. happen. Yes. It- you're going to disagree. Like you're never going to agree fully with your partner. You're going to have disagreements. It's how you handle mm-hmm. those disagreements that really boil down to it. It's like if you're just going to scream, fuss, and argue and call them out their name, or them calling you out their at your name, or that or either one of you getting physical with each other, then let it go. Just it go. bust out, drop it. You're going to argue. You're going to fuss and fight, but you're not supposed to be like, well, fuck you, you stupid bitch. Da da da. Or this is why da, da, like this is why I don't like you. This is this and that and that. It's like, hey, I don't like this. This is why we can come back and talk about it when we both have a clearer head. Mm-hmm. Then you come back, put all your reasons on the table, and you start from there. Exactly. But you know, if you don't believe in therapy, I'll tell you now: believe in therapy because it does work. Like, <clears throat> to- it doesn't happen overnight, though. Oh, yeah, that part, because I don't know why a lot of people think that, oh, I just have to have one session. <laughs> Look, that well, first session. Like, I've been going to therapy for a month. Nothing's happened. What did you think was going to happen in that month? You thought, like, I think people have this romantic idea that, oh, I've done this one thing. I've experienced it. And boom, I'm fixed. No, therapy okay. helps oh, I you talked about life. this with my therapist, so therefore it's not a problem no more. Mm-hmm. No. It's a process. The first meeting is normally talking about why. Mm -hmm. And then you spend different sessions focusing on certain parts at a time. Like it's not a, 
it's not like going to the doctor and getting a vaccination. You just come back the next year for the next one. <laughs> so it's like, that's not how that works. That will be great, though. Let me have therapy in uh, a vaccine. Child, shoot me Man. up today. Oh, my God. <laughs> but that's an expensive-ass vaccine. You mean, oh, it... you mean I can get rid of my anxiety and depression in one shot? Let's go. Let's go. Hit me up. I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I took the next two days off just in case. I mean, so side effects? <laughs> Hell yeah, let's go. Just imagine what those side effects will look like. This person is having a whole ass mental breakdown for the next 12 to 14 hours. Leave them and alone. Wake up that After that, it's like, man, that was so oh, I'm rested. Child. Let me get out here I would, doing this bicycle ride 16 miles for no reason. Look, you did you have a recording of everything I went through? Because I don't know. I, I had some traumas earlier, but it's gone now, girl. It's gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works. You got to break it down. Like, I have a therapy appointment at least later this week. Like, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff, which is why people haven't seen me or heard from me in a while. Like, I've just been taking it a day at a time. Like, I was struggling with my weight. I'm still struggling with my weight because I have a new health condition that makes it super hard to lose weight. So it's like, that's been mind-breaking for a bit. It's like, oh my God, I'm so ugly because of the weight. Nate can say, like, you're pretty. I still love you, da-da-da. But how he feels versus how I think and feel negate each other mm-hmm. it's sad but that's just how mental health works sometimes people can t- say you're pretty like i get called pretty all the time but i don't feel pretty mm. and that's the thing and that yeah is and thing. like people like i can dress that. pretty i can do all these things but i still i just feel like oh I'm, like, I'm a pig in makeup mm. took me a while to get out of that mindset took me a couple weeks and it was very hard but talking to my therapist going back to the gym, focusing on me just a little bit more has really helped, but it was still a couple months just to get back to where I am. Mm. So, and I think a lot of shows don't showcase that. A lot of people, what was that movie? My Big Fat Greek Wedding actually did it pretty good, in my opinion. I'm not sure if you've seen that movie. It's an older one. It's been a while. But remember how she felt like she was an ugly sister? Mm -hmm. No one will love her. But then she started working out she changed her clothes she changed her appearance and started feeling better about herself but even then when she met a guy that she really liked she still had those second thoughts like oh my goodness this is happening Mm -hmm. because the guy converted to her religion and she was talking to her brother she was like what if he's having second thoughts like i'm not worth it her brother's like you're worth it Mm -hmm. so it's like people could say it all like her family always called her beautiful they're like you're you're pretty you're beautiful but she didn't feel it mm-hmm. until she started working and focusing on herself. Then she started to feel a little bit more confident in herself. And even then, those thoughts were still there. Yeah, I say an- another good example is um, season two of Love Is Blind because one of the people there, she just was constantly feeling as though the dude who she was um, marrying did not find her beautiful and that had her um second guessing wanting to get married with uh, to him and everything mm-hmm. and it was just so much that she was dealing with that you know it's all in her uh-huh. head because she didn't feel beautiful she didn't feel yeah. though he appreciated her he she even though he did everything he could to affirm to her that i do find you beautiful like stop it yeah. 
she didn't feel it herself. And it's like, yeah. sometimes you can't fix that yourself. That person has mm-hmm. to do it for themselves. And, yeah. oh, another great show that gives, a, I will say, a phenomenal example of how therapy works is The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Because that season two, oh my gosh, it's just like you see how long she's in therapy and how she's Mm -hmm. processing through a lot of things, and there's a lot of walls that's breaking down. And then, even after that, she still has stuff that she needs to work on and acknowledges that she still has stuff to work on. It's like just because you um, got treated and uh, dealt with one thing doesn't mean that you're done with everything. Because therapy is literally tackling one thing at a time mm-hmm. because you can't do it all at once. Exactly. There are some things that can be lumped together, like especially if they're essentially boiled down to the same main point. Mm-hmm. Like for me, a lot of my insecurities do boil down at the moment, boil down into my weight. Because mm. like I said, I got, I have a new health diagnosis that makes it, I have a heart condition that makes it hard to lose weight because my heart because the medication I take, my heart cannot reach a very high beating level. Because they always say there's an optimal level of heartbeats per second that's really good for weight loss. Mm-hmm. I can't do it or else I'm fainting. Oof, Jesus. If my heartbeat reaches a certain point, I am out like a light. And then there's a possibility why I would have to go to the hospital because of it. Yeah, we don't want that to happen. Not at all. So... Alongside with working out, I do very light workouts and mainly focus on cardio to help build my uh, heart rate. Instead of just jumping straight into it like I did before, I work focusing mainly on cardio, doing things that will allow me to increase my heart rate, but not too much mm-hmm. to the point where I might pass out. But I also maintain a certain diet. So that's been helping me a lot. It's just a bitch likes food. <laughs> mood. mood a bitch likes a good glass of wine oh that's like, like i i have a bunch of healthy snacks and i eat them but it's still like damn i really want my one of my favorite ice cubes is that uh strawberry shortcake mm, on the stick about yes the ice cream me and Nate was at kroger and we found a cake an actual frozen ice cream cake of that uh-huh <sighs> It was delicious. No, I can't eat it, though. Wasn't it good, dear? Mm -hmm. It was very freaking good. We smashed that damn cake. Girl, I can't even even eat that. Ugh, Jesus. It was delicious. Why can't you eat it? Oh, so um, because um, my last doctor visit, it was, um, they was like, oh, well, you know, based off my glucose levels in my body, I'm approaching diabetes levels and this is like the first time i've ever gotten to this point i'm just like how did this happen lord where was this at i went all these years age age people age does stuff to your body catching up girl i'm like now i have to eat a lot less sugars which is fine but i haven't been eating that many sweets to begin with so i'm like how do i eat less carbs (laughs) oh true but like pasta rice Bread. I love pasta, girl. Darling, I am a, I am Jewish. Do you know how much bread I eat, girl? If you don't shut up over there, Nate is hilarious. Call her out. <laughs> like there are times I get close, so damn close. I'm like if you don't, nigga, if you don't shut your ass up, I remember that Nate's white. <laughs> because I'm like, sir, if you don't shut the, 
He's just as bad as I am about maintaining a proper diet. This man, we literally went to Sam's. Mm -hmm. I bought some snacks. I'm like, okay, because we needed some snacks in the house. We bought Rice Krispie treats, a thing of um, individually wrapped Reese's cups, and I think that's pretty much it. And we bought fruits. Mm -hmm. He ate all his fruit. I'm like, okay, healthy. And then he set his eyes on the Reese's cups. He by himself ate that entire container in four days. How? I don't know how, but it, that's what happened. He literally texted me like, oh, we had no more Reese's Cups. I'm like, where the hell has the container been? I haven't seen it in a couple of days. It was in our office on his desk. Girl, he would eat them during his company meetings. I, I feel some type of way because as a person who really does not eat that many sweets and I love me some Reese's I can't even do that <laughs> you've seen how skinny Nate is too it makes me so mad I'm like he's what? like oh yeah I lost six pounds I'm like how what the hell uh, uh, I feel some type of way y'all I really do you know what I, I'm just going to like when it comes close to my deathbed no I, I, don't, I don't think I can even eat that many sweets on my deathbed I just cannot <laughs> I, I'm just not a sweets motherfucker. I'm just not. Man, I like, I prefer salty and bitter things. Oh, yes. Give me, oh, give me some lemon heads. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, I love me some sour. I do love me some sour. Oh, my. You know what, Bernie? We are terrible at staying on topic. We really are. Like, I was about to say, look, because my heart health is like, phenomenal uh i would just be like let me go ahead and get something i know i should not have for my heart like a salty <laughs> my heart no i have pots that shit just developed there's no pre-lining condition that leads into it it just pops up one day it was oh, like girl. what's up bitch i'm here see that's like i hate that like when your body betrays you like motherfucker i own you I is you. <laughs> what the fuck you think you doing? Like my my greatest fear is to randomly become allergic to um uh, shellfish as well as um uh, fucking peanuts because I love I love Reese's I love Nutty Buddies I like that it happened to me muscles. with my allergy with banana it literally just showed up one day I love me some banana bread and banana pudding I can make one hell of a good banana pudding but I can't touch the banana nor can I eat it. I make it for my dad whenever he asks, and it just frustrates me because I can't eat it. But I, I'll see him get a big bowl, but it's very good, sweetie. As he wolfs it down. Look, I'm about to be like my little brother. If I ever develop those uh, allergies, I'm just gonna have an EpiPen on me or some Benadryl because I'm just like, look, let's take let's take that hit. We got we all got to go out some way, and I'm like choosing this. <laughs> <laughs> I just get really really itchy because of bananas. Oh. Wherever it touch, I'm itching. If I eat it, it's a wrap. My lips swell, my tongue swell. I get really itchy. Mm -mm. Damn bananas. But yeah, back to ideal relationships exactly. and media. Yes. I don't think music helps either. Oh God, no. No, oh, well, there's no thinking. I know music doesn't help either. Girl, like um Bruno Mars, as well as that other dude, you know, the um, suicidal dude, that guy. Got people really, you know, uh, what's his name? You got, you... Sean uh, Kingston? You, uh, yeah, him, yeah, Sean Kingston. Kingston. Yeah, like, both of them had these young men out here ready to kill themselves over what? 
Well, 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 Bruno Mars is like, I'll catch, come on, uh, catch a grenade Bidet. for you. Yes, I will not. If a motherfucker no, 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 is but, throwing but, but a grenade, Bruno Mars even acknowledges, but you won't do the same. Exactly. Like that whole, like the whole purpose of this song is like he's realizing that he's in, it's a one sided love. Mm-hmm. That's true. He wasn't saying like I want to die. It's just like I would do all these things for you, but you wouldn't do the same for me. John yeah. Kingston, that was true. literally like suicidal. True. He the grenade was literally a metaphor. He's like, because people are like, I'll take a bullet for this person, stuff like that. That's that was the metaphor of grenade. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's people really would think that, like, because you know, some critical thinking, yeah, skill you gotta learn, like. They're like, oh, I will take a bullet for somebody. I will catch that grenade for you. And I get, you know, the other person won't do the same. But some people are at that point where they think that they should be doing that. And I'm like, mm, don't do that. Like, like there's an extent. Like, I know for a fact, both my all four of my parents would die for for me and my siblings. Mm-hmm. Well, that's different. Those are our parents. Mm-hmm. A love partner. One of them be like, listen, we. One of us have to go, but one of us has to stay for the kids. They will figure out which one would stay and call it a day. Mm. Nine times out of ten, it will be our mothers that would stay. I, I get that. Like, when it comes to, like, that's your seed. You gave birth to that. And oh, yeah. You love, like, I I definitely get that. But like They raised our... and nurtured us, gave us all the, effect, well, proper parents. Mm. I can't. Speak for all parents, yeah. Yeah. Some parents should have never had kids, period. Facts. <clears throat> but there's like, no change that those kids are not on this planet and they deserve a happy life. Mm-hmm. It's like there's we we should find like that healthy balance. Like shoot me in the leg. Yeah, I'll take that shot for you. But uh if a motherfucker's like trying to murder us, can we just both escape? Is that not an option? Y'all better start throwing stuff. I'm throwing. The humidifier, the lamps, the table. Look, I'm throwing glasses. Is we're trying to live. It's yeet. Trying to get out of this motherfucker. Like, what are you doing here? No. Um. Okay. Because we've been off topic so much. (laughs) But we still have. We still make some good points. Like, media does portray single. Like, there's nothing wrong with single mothers or single fathers, but it's now like this people see it as just trashy, mm-hmm. especially when it's a black woman that's a single mm-hmm. mother, but they don't ask what happened. Exactly. Sometimes their partner is gone, like in the ground, gone. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I don't, I can't control death. Exactly. And sometimes if if it is somebody who happened to have been, you know, sent to jail or what have you, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that the father loves the child less, don't see the child and all this other stuff, because, you know, there's a such thing as visitation Um, is like not everybody that's a single parent is dealing with deadbeats. Yeah, like not everyone was out here being reckless. Sometimes Mm -hmm. accidents was a legit accident. Like the condom broke. Exactly. Contraceptive does fail. Right. It doesn't like I really don't understand when it was like, yeah, I was a birth control and still got pregnant. Like, I'm like, were you having unprotected sex all the time? <laughs> it's like situations like like situations like that. I'm like, you weren't properly protecting yourself at that point. If birth control isn't in game, like it's just not gonna be affected by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
does it work damn good? Yeah, if you take it properly and you take maintaining what you're supposed to, but still use a condom because mm-hmm. they they all say like it's not 100% and it doesn't protect against STDs. Mm-hmm. And a condom's not 100% either. At least you have a strong gamble with both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Now, if you're being reckless, that's a whole nother situation. Mm. If you're just out here fucking all day and night with no condom, then it's like, shut up. You like... Now, if it was a genuine accident, your child survived birth control in a condom, like, fuck it, that child was meant to be strong look you better protect that baby because that might be the one that changes the world (laughs) we need that that baby that baby had a strong ass will to live god damn he fought through everything (laughs) (laughs) that baby went through the condom said fuck your birth control went through your canal your fallopian tubes and impregnated a whole ass egg by yourself that that thing did a gta route just like (laughs) fuck this they're like, fuck it, that baby's stronger than, than anything right now. That's stronger than diamond. But a situation that. like that is different. It's like they did try everything <laughs> to prevent them Bruh. to prevent it. But that baby was like, fuck it, I'm being born, bitch. So. Like there's because it was like with single fathers, like we said it before, not everyone is meant to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Like just let it go. Like if they don't want to be a parent, don't force them. Please don't force them because yeah. that's just not good for the child. In fact, that's worse for the child, in my opinion, because it's like you're putting that child in an environment where they're very much, very, very, very much unwanted. Mm-hmm. So like we see it in the media is like, yes, people be our single parents. They're fabulous. They're good at it, mm-hmm. but they don't go into the full scope of how it happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of like it, I've had a it was a mistake. It was a one night stand. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. There's other reasons why people are single parents. We should explore this and go into it, talk about it, because not everyone that's a single parent was being irresponsible. Mm-hmm. Some things just happened. Like a, someone and their partner were trying for a baby, a tragic accident happened, and it's just them and their baby now. And that's male or female. See, that reminds me of that little um, Rugrats thing that people thought was a real thing and not realized that there was not a remake of, you know, Rugrats as adults. And they had Susie, of course, the only black person in uh, Rugrats. As a single mother? As a single mother. Like, I get get people's wanting to make sure that we don't further that narrative, which I do definitely support. Like, I understood that, that particular point. I'm like, it is a bit tiresome. Mm-hmm. So constantly has to be like, why is it always black women that's be being portrayed as single mothers? Because mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you've seen on social media quite often, uh, people talk about single mothers, but it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What about the dead meat men that made that baby? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, so it's like, <clears throat> don't get mad at her for being an adult and taking care of her responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Oh, like there's so there's so much that like we can fix by sharing the stories of yes. other people and showing that you can still be successful. It's like we don't have to we don't have to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again just because other people feel comfortable because of that. Like yes. if it fits their psychological belief that oh yeah 
because these um, kids are uh, raised in a single parent home, of course they're delinquents. No, that's not the reason why they're delinquent. They're probably a delinquent because of all the social economic stuff that's impacting their Mm -hmm. lived experiences that puts them in this situation. I mean, it's been done. There's a lot of research on these type of things. Like the more resources someone has, the better off they are. Like Mm -hmm. I play a lot of, City builders, simulation games, the more education you provide to an area, the better things are. Mm-hmm. But people don't really want to talk about that because they're stuck in this narrative like, I can't catch that part. Huh? I said, I didn't catch that part. Good. Well, he said you can't fund a war without the undereducated. True. That is true. Yeah. So it's just ridiculous. Like they, they do. Just like what was it? Like there's several groups, like health organizations, that provide birth control to women in countries where they're just popping out kids, like they're Tic Tacs. Mm-hmm. Like they provide sex education and birth control to these places. It's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Like the women understand they can get more education, that they can do far more than just produce a child. Mm-hmm. That's like when, even in this country, when we had um, a small portion of um, comprehensive sex ed, it had a reduction in um, like, for, um, like, well, teenage pregnancies and all yep. of that. And then you have a shift in that where it's like, okay, we're just going to do absence only on this fair based education. And now it's just like, oh, now we see an increase. Why? Because we took out the aspects of that talks about more than just, you know, abstinence. We talk about what to do when you engage in having sex with people. The consequences. The consequences. The All of that, when that was taken out, now you see a change. And the change is more of where we were before we had sex education to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, what was I reading? It was a Reddit story. Reddit be wild for some of these stories. Mm-hmm. But apparently, like, a father was asking if he was the asshole for making his daughter watch her kid all the time. And people were like, she's still a kid. She still needs to go out and have fun. Da, da, da. And it's like, the dad was like, she made that decision to do adult activities. We're terribly sorry. But her life is now her baby and school. Mm. She can't afford to be a normal teenager anymore because she has a whole kid to take care of. Exactly. Like, she doesn't work, and her parents took pay for all the baby expenses. All she had to do was watch the baby mm-hmm. and take care of her own kid. I'm like, what did she expect was going to happen when she, like, if she had kids later and she was an adult? It's the exact same thing that a lot of parents go through. It's like, their life is baby, home, and work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it doesn't change that pattern just because she's a kid. Like, yeah, it sucks that she had a kid young, but at the same time, it's like, what was she taught properly? Was she educated on how like the consequences but it's too late now after, after mm. the pregnancy because apparently she waited till she was like four or five months to tell her parents mm. so it was like oh you have this baby yeah you can't. like my mother made sure i understood pregnancy me and my sisters understood it two of them didn't listen and my mom made sure they took care of the baby so she was like i'll give you help when i need to <laughs> I get that. <laughs> but that's your child. Mm-hmm. I told you 
the consequences of being foolish out here in these streets. Toodaloo. Yeah, I, I need for people to really stop and think that and understand that the fantasies that they have will not always be the reality that they're going to experience because it's great to live in that fantasy. It's great to think that, oh, my life can be this. But if you don't have yourself set up in the space where that fantasy can really be your Uh reality, then it's just, you're just setting yourself up to be disappointed. Like if you thought that, oh, I can have a baby and do it all and all this other stuff. I'm sorry. That's just not the reality we live in. One here in the U S we don't have like adequate paternity, uh, um, Uh, parental leave so it's like (laughs) the most people can get is what four or five weeks that's it and now you have to manage the adjustment of being a parent child care all of these things and if you haven't child care is like someone's full salary Mm -hmm. which they don't really go into in a lot of tv shows they just drop their kid off and pick them up girl that's like I'm like, y'all are really misleading people about how much childcare costs. Mm-hmm. Like every time yeah. I watch Charmed, I love the show. I always get pissed off because I'm like, there's no way that they're really funding all this shit that they're doing with this one. one uh, even if you do own the home, ain't no way that they're really funding this. All the damage that happens in this damn house, that damn clock broke 800 fucking times. In this well, damn I think they have old money though. Okay, that made me. Mm, I didn't think about that. I think that. they're from old money because they don't necessarily work. Mm, except for Paige. They was like, fuck you, bitch. You're going to work. Yeah, but she wanted to. True that. That's a good point. But yeah, but they're mainly from old money because remember, they inherited a lot of stuff. Mm, I didn't even think about that. Thanks for clearing <laughs> that up because I was, I'd be pissed, girl. I'd be like, oh. No, no, that's a, that's a good number of shows. Like, they don't depict <laughs> childcare costs. Mm hmm. Like, cause Nate and I even discussed that. Like, if we were to have kids, childcare. Yeah, he works from home, but he still has to work. Mm-hmm. And then when he have to travel, it's like, oh, we have to put the kid in daycare because I'm at work. That's but cool. yeah, childcare. Looking at some of the pricing, some is like four hundred a week. That's some people's entire paycheck for the month. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I need to show the adequate, like accurately depict childcare costs in a show because they'd be frustrating me they'd be like i'm gonna drop so-and-so off at daycare and then go to the and go to work at the supermarket i'm like hold up ain't no way that supermarket job is paying you that much somebody to put your child in daycare somebody's doing them a favor because ain't no way like childcare is yeah. expensive um, and that also affects like food. how the depiction of relationship people are like we can just have a baby and be fine uh, that childcare cost gonna take out one of y'all's paychecks. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like have the child to fix the relationship, and it does in some TV shows. Don't lie. I'm like, now y'all know y'all lying. That's a straight up lie. <laughs> now y'all know y'all lying. <laughs> y'all be lying. That child is going to make things worse, <laughs> if not keep it the same. Yeah. Um, so it's like I'm getting tired of like some depictions are, I can say, a little bit more feasible. Mm-hmm. Like the relationships and Empire, mm-hmm. like I found those to be a little bit more realistic than some of the other shows. Yeah, because because well, like you can you can feel the anger and the hatred and just like all of it, like the fact that they all had to like work on their relationships with each other. Mm-hmm. And it also showed the time that they struggled too. 
It's like yeah. this empire was not built in a day. It took time. It took like years. My favorite episode, though, is when Cookie showed up to the, the recording place, whatever the empire building, whatever the building mm-hmm. was called, and this wreck shit with the baseball bat. A beautiful episode. Including, what the, Lucius. She hit his ass in the head. She was like, you know what? I felt her anger. Mm-hmm. Because she sacrificed so much for him to be successful, just for him to throw her in the dirt, mm-hmm. and didn't even explain to their sons what happened. Fuck nigga shit. Uh, and she literally had to fight for a relationship with her sons because, like, you just abandoned us, died us. And she was like, you know what I did to make sure you have what you have now. She was like, I took the fall for your father so he could build his empire that you guys are all leeching off of. But I'm not going to lie, she did beat the shit out of her son, though. She did. With that damn broom. I'm like, he deserved it because that was disrespectful. <laughs> You're adult now. You can get an adult ass whooping. Man, he uh, got that full ass whooping. <laughs> but also like the depiction of their, their was it the oldest son? He had severe mental health issues, mm, but he refused right. to get uh, help for it. The, was it the wedding? Mm-hmm. Where he had that whole meltdown and he tried to and Lucius pulled a gun on him. It was just wild. Like they, you could see like how much they were worried for their son, but they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. That 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 was. I, I need to rewatch Empire. That's the so like one. I feel like Empire yeah. had a this it had its flaws. Some parts were just a bit okay, a little bit too much, but I can see like the dynamics. You could tell them to get it, they were broken, mm-hmm. but they gradually started to mend because they worked together. They talked. Okay, they, they did a lot of yelling, but given how much anger and resentment was built up, it that, was obvious why. Yeah. They, they, you know, they're, yeah. Not, they're not a family that communicates. No, especially when it boils down to the fact their father never told them why their mother went away properly. Mm-hmm. Fuck nigga shit. Yeah, and that's why she beat the hell out of him with that baseball bat and broke everything in the building. I'm like, is there no security in this building? Because she is, she just walked in. All Girl, who nice who the fuck gonna the touch? Base. Who the fuck is gonna touch Cookie Line? Let's be real. Uh, okay, you're right because she she did fuck some bitches up. Like she threw old bitch on the table. She don't play. But yeah, I think another thing that also fucked up relationship ideals and goals is love and hip hop. Girl, we we are not going into because I agree, but you know this episode is going on long enough. Yeah. Why well, would you we say can make that? Epi- Why would you? We say can make that? an episode about how love and hip hop has fucked up Ooh, a lot of ideals and goals. I I'm going to add that for November because I can go in on this subject. Uh, I feel like because I actually have, but yeah, this like love and hip hop have done so much damage. For a lot of things, but it's still not to continue. Child, fuck that. And don't get me wrong, I'm actually quite proud of some of the characters for the growth that they've shown over the years. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, Mariah Lynn used to be messy as hell, but she's calmed down quite a bit. She's like, listen, that's because she now has full custody of her younger siblings. Mm-hmm. And that she was like, I finally have them. I'm going to do everything I can to stay with them. So she calmed down a lot of her fighting habits. And they're like, I'm proud of you. But that's because I watch a lot of her stuff on the side. They don't show that in Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. They just like showing the messiness. But Love and Hip Hop has messed up. It's it's a horrible show. And I haven't watched it since like ever. Like since they 
went from New York and went to Atlanta. Like that was the last one. That was back with Jim Jones. So it's been years for me. But Shane, let's do one quick never have I ever, and then I'll close everything out. So the never have I ever is never have I ever had sex with a virgin. No. I I want to say no, but I think I have, and it was someone who was the only reason I say I think I have because the person was inexperienced. Um, this was like that could be for a lot of that could be a lot of reasons though too. Yeah, this was like this was shortly after we graduated. Because Uh, like not all of us were thought and bothered back in the day. Facts, facts. (laughs) I ain't getting to my thought and bop until actually after we graduated. Yeah, that's what a lot of people hit their thought and bop in age. It's like, um, no, no, no shade towards Mercer, but I wasn't really looking for anybody there. Granted, I did like hook up with some people at like Fort Valley every now and again, but yeah, Mercer, they gossip too much. Exactly. So I was not trying to fuck around at Mercer High. <clears throat> Not at all. <laughs> Man, college movies also fuck up relationships, but that's another conversation too. Exactly. College <laughs> movies make it look so simple and easy. Like, are you going when you get to college, you're gonna do nothing but drink, fuck, and pass classes. That's it. That's it. And it's a whole ass lie. No, college is. Man, you spend hours, depending on your major, you spend hours in the library just reading the same page trying to figure out what the fuck it means. Exactly. Trying to say, I don't need tutoring and fell that one class and then you're in the tutoring center all the time. I was in the ARC. I was in there. I'm like, so how do you do this? Look, I need help. (laughs) And there's no shaming, but yeah, college movies, love and hip hop, that shit. College and hip hop, that should be a a, a course. <laughs> oh God. Well, Shane, do you have any last words that you would like to share with the audience for our closes out? At the moment, don't watch Jerry Springer because Jerry Springer is really funny for for failed relationship goals. <laughs> Unless it comes down to about the best friend coming out to whoop someone's ass because you're pregnant. Ooh. That's yes. different. Because I'm like, that will be me and my crew. You can't fight. Don't worry, mama. We got you. Look, we swing. Um, Bernie will take the guys and the girls will take everybody. And I do choose violence these days. Like, I can fuck a person. And we will sworn them like some some lionesses. We're like, let's go. (laughs) And we all in different heights and sizes. Oh, yeah. We got every range. I would rather talk to people, y'all. Don't listen to her. I'm not a violent person. We have <laughs> we're not a violent group until you provoke us. Exactly. We 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 will rather talk. Let's talk about. We this. will roast you, chew you up, and spit you back out. But if you come back for more, then we'll stomp you out. I'm done. Uh, on that note, before anybody gets sent to jail, <laughs> who getting caught? Who calling the police? This is. <laughs> oh, I'm joking. <laughs> Thank you know you. we know how to run and climb fences. We grew up in that era. Girl, do we still got the knees? Come on. I still have energy to run away. Okay, you're right. Well, the way my ankle set up, I won't be running. Listen, no. listen. Jail is at the end of that line. I'm running away from it. Facts. 
We too pretty to be in jail. I told somebody that the other day. I was like, no, I'm too cute to be in jail. I'm not doing this. We're not doing And then I have too much mouth to be in jail. Dude, I'm not trying to get beat every fucking day because look, I know my fucking rights. I gotta have no hair. So what the fuck they pulling? We fighting for reals. Girl, okay. I have too much mouth. It's like I have no hair. You can't pull my hair. You fighting for real. You need to know how to run these hands and you can shut up. Look, exactly. And this is why I said... Like, I'm already in jail. I'm used to prison, the entire prison as a weapon at that point. Bruh. We will have... I told my therapist this. If I go to jail, there will be a riot. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll cause one by accident, honestly. Like... I'm the wrong person to have behind bars because we're you're going to have a lot of educated motherfuckers who know their rights who are just going to be like, look, we're going to protest first, then we're going to like take some shit up. Uh huh. What you got? It's 500 of us motherfuckers. It's 50 uh-huh. y'all. We do math now. We understand the math now. Uh huh. We can math. The math is mathing. <laughs> Don't let it be more than 500. Because look. You know what? Let me not. Let me not. Yeah, you know, let's, let's not uh, get on the FBI uh, watch list. <laughs> they gonna be like, um, y'all, y'all heard that? Y'all heard that? Send somebody. Send Man, somebody. They're probably in our camera right now, like these two motherfuckers right here. Can't stay on topic. Full um, of nonsense. They now, should not be allowed to do anything together ever again. They're planning things. They got a coup going. I am the new Trump. Okay. <laughs> but we ain't orange. We brown. We a glorious brown. A glorious. We glow. We glisten. Mm-hmm. We moisturize. <sighs> Drink our water and mind our business. Thank you so much for coming back onto the podcast. I, I, I love you so much. Oh my god, it's been a while. I missed you. It has been, and um, but I had to get my mind right before I could do anything else. Yes, it's it's needed. Um, to the listeners out there, thank y'all so much for listening to this long ass episode of the Luke <laughs> Podcast. That makes no sense. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, I think we might have to redo it just to be okay. <laughs> it's your fault this is on you <gasps> i'm gaslighting yes we do that um <laughs> it's your show sir you should have to control me handle your situation don't blame the guest you're right i'll take that i'll take that now i'm gaslighting it is um but <laughs> sorry just in case no one told you this today you are beautiful you are worthy of happiness and joy you are enough and then some you may not live Mm -hmm. up to the expectations of others we will fight but that is okay you are only required to walk in your own shoes may each day you live lead you Mm -hmm. towards abundance with that said love you all and see you next episode bye Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.